0: this is the made man Gino da capo and you're listening to wrestling cheers capiche taking your
1: way in the world today takes everything then you got taking a break from all your worries. Come down. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you are a made man. And Wrestling Cheers were brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and NEO Sports Insiders. Here on Wrestling Cheers, we like to preview shows, review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews on the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. This is an interview episode where we will be interviewing OCW wrestler and Spine buster university graduate none other than gino DiCapo. capo before we get into all that let's get into a little bit of housekeeping please rate review and subscribe to the podcast we're on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher tune in youtube spotify and podbean wrestlingcheers.podbean.com if you want to get a hold of us get us on our your social media we're on facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers you can email if you so choose choose a desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. We also have a merch store available over at whatamaneuver.net. And like I said, this is an OCW kind of episode. Well, we have Gino DiCapo. It is interview, but I don't know when the next time we're going to be able to get into OCW. And with Traditions 15 happening last month now, that we are officially into May, you know, let's talk about Tradition 15. And there were five matches announced. We had first first match, Tanu versus Flex Jordan for the OCW Ohio Heritage Championship, this actually ended in a double countout when Tanu pretty much kept Flex on the outside and was beating him profusely. So double countout, the match ended. So still, you are OCW Ohio Heritage Champion, none other than Flex Jordan. Match number two, we've seen Laura Loveless lose her OCW Women's Championship to Katie Arquette, and. Uh, and fall there in that match, so we have another new champion in OCW. Don't have all the participants, you know, right, right here in front of me. I just have my, you know, minor quick notes that I use for live tweeting. But Jimmy Shane won the Infinity Gauntlet match, which guarantees him a match for the OCW championship anytime in the future. So after that, match number four, Warhorse defeated the Electra Company to retain the OCW tag team championships. And in match number five, Juice Jennings pinned. Robbie Starr to retain the OCW Heavyweight Championship. But wait, all of a sudden the Backstreet Boys started playing and out came Jimmy Shane cashing in his brass ring that he won in the Finny Gauntlet match and he pinned Juice Jennings to become the new OCW Ohio Championship Wrestling. Almost said the wrong title there, but the OCW Heavyweight Champion. So now pretty much, if I'm correct, every title has changed hands now in OCW in 2018. So that is interesting. As we as we move forward into the fair season with OCW, and we will be there every step of the way that we can. And of course, there was everything that, that was mentioned last week, and you're going to hear it mentioned, you know, this episode because uh, these interviews were recorded back in April. So April 21st, right before Traditions 15, we had the interview. So they talked about reaching the summit, and unfortunately, by the time they got posted, reaching the summit has already passed. So you're going to hear it again this week of. Of mentionings of Breaching the Summit, so there are still other other events going on. I know the next OCW show that we will be at in, it is their next show that I know of, is Saturday, May 19th, House Party. Tickets are available at ocwrestling.net General Mission. Tickets are $15. Reserve front row are $17. Doors open at 6.30 bell time at 7, and you can contact them at ocw underscore rep at yahoo.com and of course House Party will be at the OCW Arena, the Lakeview Auditorium, 2910 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. And you can catch them on all their social media, Twitter at OCW Online. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Ohio Championship Wrestling. And on YouTube, OCW Online. I do believe too. They are on Instagram, Oh. um Ohio Championship Wrestling, all one word. So that's pretty much all the OCW stuff for now. So they got House Party coming up. I gave you the results for Tradition 15. Like I said, I'm not sure when the next OCW episode is. A lot of the next couple months is up in the air of what's exactly going on. Like I have plans, but nothing is for sure outside of the regular AIW stuff. So let's get into the interview with Gino DiCapo. And we we got a couple things to mention after the interview. So stick with us right after you hear from Gino. So let's go to that.
0: This is the most dangerous man in professional wrestling. Agent Orange
1: Juice Jennings, the real OCW champion. And you are listening to Wrestling Cheers. And we are back here on the podcast. And I'm not going to screw this up because a little little peek behind the curtain, I didn't have the right microphone set up. And it was actually going through the recorder itself. So even if I did release that, it would be so echoey. So now we're going to, we're going to try again.
0: You were, you were a little nervous. Not too many people can actually sit down and talk face to face with a hitman. and you know, not be worried. It's going to be the last (laughs) conversation they ever had. That's
1: true. And we're recording it too. So that's, that's,
0: that's, it's easy to
1: destroy evidence, brother. It's real easy. (laughs) That's true. Anyway, here with one of my favorite. OCW, Spinebuster U, Trainees, Wrestlers. It's not other than Gino DiCapo.
0: How you doing, man? It's good to be. I'm glad to be on the show. I've been listening to you since basically since I started out and you started covering OCW. I started tuning in to hear, you know, fans' perspective, something because yeah. we kind of watch stuff a little differently. Yeah, yeah, bag, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But it's just a different atmosphere being in the locker room and then being in the arena. Yeah. You yeah. know, you see things differently, you hear it differently. It's mm-hmm. just the energy is different. So it's cool listening to someone who, who knows the business pretty well and uh can give a good critique on everything it's just cool to have another point of view to listen to
1: i just never want to come off like a dick
0: it was weird because I don't mind being a dick, but right, like right. I feel
1: like I am an outsider enough. I'm like you're doing this wrong, and you're like, what? <laughs>
0: what do you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's probably not a good idea to correct professional wrestling. Like, by the way, you know, you did that body slam completely wrong. I don't know what you do, taught you how to do it, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just stick away from stuff like that. If you have, you know, it's just opinions. You know, it's yeah. like, I think the booking should go this way. It's all right. That's fine. It's one man's opinion. Yeah, no big deal. I'm more of a character guy okay like, yeah. I've, like
1: i've like i've had conversations with you about your character i think i've had a little mm-hmm. conversation with with chuck about it. it's just like minor things like this mm-hmm. is m- how my mind goes right like it right. might be different but i'm not i'm not going on saying you need you, to do you need, like yeah right. you need to do this move right and that's like no i because i i grew up doing uh drama doing mm-hmm. drama club for my school mm-hmm. doing acting right. so right. like i always love that character stuff that's actually one of my favorite like, aspects
0: of professional wrestling it's like having a blank slate mm-hmm. and you can just draw whatever you want and create yeah. this big this whole scene yeah and that's kind of what I did with the Made Man. Is you know, it's I am who I am, and it's like, what what can I do to make this something that people would want to see, something that mm-hmm. somebody wants to cheer or boo or whatever it may be? How can I get this persona out in front of an audience, and mm-hmm. how do I get it over? And that's that's kind of what I've been working on this this past year here.
1: And you are one of the most hated. Thank or, you, or at least one. Thank you. I least or, or, or at least one I, of the most heckled. It's uh, between. I appreciate that. You. Argos, yeah, and to me that's a compliment because Argos,
0: Argos is he he gets a lot of heat. He gets a lot of heat. I mean, it's he's got it easy. He just comes out, he waves the flag. He's got that big maple leaf on, everyone goes nuts. But at the same time, it's more than just waving the flag. He he also knows how to just piss everybody off. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to watch. I love watching bad guys be bad guys. It's fun being a bad guy. I love it.
1: Like I got to finally see him and Team Storm as a whole. Mm -hmm. And just because they were doing it. It was at IWC. uh, Jack Pollock was going up against swagger. Okay. Argos came out dressed like Zeb Coulter, <laughs> And I'm telling you, it was one of the funniest things I have ever seen. Like he had a big fake mustache and everything, <laughs> had the vest. And I'm just like, this guy, this guy needs to be booked more because I love how like, how he does it. He, he, does, he does some of the same stuff here. Look, right, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't dress up, but he, he was the guy that made everybody love Jimmy Shane.
0: Yes, he was. He was Jimmy. Jimmy was a heel. And they worked... I believe it was uh, Appetite for Destruction. It was like a number one contenders tournament, mm-hmm. something like that. Argos came out, the whole place. I remember that crowd was hot, too. It was a hot day in the arena, mm-hmm. and there was a packed house, and everyone was booing Argos. And then Jimmy came out and started chanting the good old USA, Hacksaw Jim Duggan style. Yeah. And everyone got behind him, and it's been that way ever since.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's been cool to see. It's a guy who was, I know, one of the most hated for a while. So it was cool to see the torch get passed mm-hmm. for that. It, yeah. Year with yeah. like Argos. Well, Shane to Argos. Right. Now Jimmy's one of the most loved.
0: Oh, they they love Jimmy. They Ooh, love it's Jimmy. so crazy. You want to hear something crazy? I got a four year old kid. He comes to all the shows. Yeah. You know what his favorite wrestler is. Oh. God. No shame, Jimmy Shane. Oh god. No. Sh- I'm sitting in my living room trying to watch TV, and my kid is running around singing that stupid Backstreet Boys song. <laughs> Putting his fingers (laughs) together going, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. He puts his hands behind his back and goes, get yourself a bad boy. I'm like, bro, I'm going (laughs) to kick you in the face. Now shut up and go do something illegal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Has your son said you smell like meatballs yet?
0: He does. Yes. Oh my, God. actually last weekend, last weekend, go figure. I make a mean spaghetti and meatballs. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> For real. I make good spaghetti and meatballs. And, uh, you know, I cooked it up. I gave him his food. I said, Hey, man, how's it taste? Is it good? He goes, yeah, dad, you're a good cooker. Uh, you smell like meatballs. I'm like, Oh, come on, man. Like I just, I just made you a homemade meal and you're still going to rip me. Come on, dude. What is this? he learns from the best i guess and i don't know i guess he loves ribbon man he's it's, a chip off the old block it is it is i'm proud of him as much as it makes me mad it i can i can't be too mad he, he makes me proud
1: but like i said like the the crowd just they they, lo- they love heckling you just as much as they do argos that's one thing i've noticed mm-hmm. recently it's no matter what you do mm-hmm. they got something and they're trying to do something
0: well i think part of that is is i give that to you know i let them heckle me yeah It affects me and I'll say something back to him. You know, if somebody somebody says something, I'll say something right back. You know, nothing. You know, you can't go really cut somebody too deep doing this because we're family friendly. You know, there are some rules you got to play by, but there's still some things you can say and ways to say it Mm -hmm. that really gets under somebody's skin. If you get under one person's skin, if you can just make one person legitimately want to kick your ass that's infectious. Everyone around that around that person wants to see you get your ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know fine. You want to kick my ass? Come down here and do it. Because there's a reason you're paying money to watch me. There's a reason I'm in the ring and you're in the chair. So sit down and shut up. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of the way I look at it.
1: Yeah, I was thinking like some of the like any time I've had something with a wrestler of them like. Even not heckling me, but just like finding the right word to say. Right. I think one of that comes to my mind was the first independent show I went to, and Brody Lee, now known as Luke Harper, was there, Mm -hmm. and I was wearing a CM Punk shirt. This was right after the summer of Punk and everything. It was the the Chicago flag, one the the, the, the iconic one, and he he walks out. He looks right at me, like I was right beside him. He goes, "CM Punk, really?" Mm -hmm. And I go. Yeah, <laughs> he goes. I like drugs and just walked away. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, like drugs. I was like, what is this? And then six months later, he signed the WWE, and I'm like, will you uh, check this guy? He told me he liked drugs. than a year ago, Vince, Vinnie, Vinnie Mac,
0: Vinnie Mac, make him pee in a cup. He likes drugs, he told me.
1: But it, it, it was just one of those moments that where you just find the right words to say. Mm-hmm. It was actually something I was talking with Truck about, which I don't remember if you wrestled at the show. I think you did, but it, it is coming up, the Magador show.
0: No, that was I was doing security. You're doing security. Still, I was still training, but that was fun. I remember yeah. being ringside. That was still a fun place
1: because uh, you get so many different people there. You do fair shows are fun. It's yes. a different.
0: It's a different thing doing a, like a legitimate. You're at a county fair or a, yeah. a town fair. It's a whole nother beast than being in the arena for you know. After this, we got Tradition 15 tonight. Yeah. So I mean, this is a big show. It's going to be a sold out house. The crowd's going to be hot, and then go from an environment like like... like this, to where you're outside. You know, there's going to be some people who are OCW fans, who are wrestling fans, but a lot of it is just mom, dad, and and kids walking through the fair going, Oh, look, there's some pro wrestling. Let's go watch this for 10 minutes and see what it's all about. Yeah. So it's a fresh crowd. Mm -hmm. They don't know whether you're a good guy, whether you're a bad guy. And what's fun about that is you can, you can just have fun out there. You know what I mean? That's really like, that's where the entertainment part of sports entertainment comes in, is like at a fair show, because it's just do whatever you want to do, get a reaction. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, they probably weren't going to yeah. stay anyways.
1: And then there's the people that heckle you. That's, oh, yeah. That's, it's, it's different breed. Cause, like, oh, yeah. Like I was playing with, uh, Chuck was, I remember Derek last year. Mm hmm. Oh, he uh, was with the,
0: with the football players. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he
1: knows like some of the stuff to say. And I feel like that, that's a, a moment where it really tests you. Mm-hmm. It tests you to get better and all that stuff. And, I I feel like from just watching it, like he did shut them down because he knew the right things to say. Right, and it's because here you got people who it's like you were saying football players.
0: Yep, the high might, school jocks.
1: Yeah, right. they might not be big wrestling fans. They might they might be. They might not be. Or whatever it is, they're gonna find something to say. They're gonna think they're funny. Mm-hmm. But when you can shut them down, oh yeah, that's such. Yeah, such a can, big deal.
0: When you when you can kind of if you have the ability, you can't do this all the time. But, but yeah. you know, you if there's a group of guys, one of them's always like the mouth. There's always the one guy yeah. who's Johnny Big Balls and you know running his mouth and everything. If you can go toe to toe with him and shut him up and get his friends to pop for you, you know he, he says, says something to you, you say something back, and they mm. all go, oh, yeah. Bro, you ain't coming back from that one. Just sit down and shut up, kid. There's a reason. Tell me. There's a reason why you're just sitting there running your mouth and I'm in here. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the difference between a high school football player and pro wrestlers. The crazy
1: thing is not even just football players. I was actually at a show last night and there was a a fan who kind of said something messed up to hmm. a wrestler. And the wrestler grabbed the mic and cut him down before the match and after the match.
0: (laughs) And his,
1: his only response... The, the fan's response was afterwards, he just, like, flicked him off. I didn't notice it till afterwards, because it wasn't the last match of the night. He left early. The fan did. Yes. Like, he got Aww. so mad. He got his this. little
0: feelings hurt. Yeah,
1: and, like, everybody, it wasn't like, oh, well, we're on this fan side. We're one of him. No, it's like, like, you you were an asshole. Yeah. You yeah don't yell those t- type of things. Like, this is 2018. No matter what you think. Politically, it's like some stuff, like, especially families being there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's the where, thing. Yeah, there are there were a handful of kids there. Mm. There were um, maybe some wives there. And it's like say some of that stuff, and you don't know where everybody comes from. It's like, ah, dude, mm-hmm. shut that up. Goof. Right. But, but the right. fact that he left because of like because the wrestler cool. ran him. That's,
0: whew, that's he can't that can't show his face anymore. He knows that every that everybody saw him getting embarrassed. So with, yeah, he can't say anything the rest of the night. You know, and I, I'm curious if he comes back. <laughs> don't worry about it it's a business associate. <laughs>
1: So, so those moments are, are
0: great. Yeah. Yeah. That's sometimes you get some banner back and forth with a fan mm-hmm. and whenever it's fun when you have a fan who, who understands how everything works mm-hmm. and you know, that they, they don't take stuff really personal. You don't take stuff personal. Yeah. You know, you both boom, boom, boom. And it's like, all right, that was fun. Sometimes now it's fun working with people who really, really hate you. Mm-hmm. You know, you find a fan who legitimately hates you and you can draw back and forth. But the problem is. I still have to go in there and wrestle. All you got to do is sit there and run your mouth. You know what yeah. I mean. So you can't, you can't really give them too much attention because a lot of people they just they want to be part of the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. it's like, all right, I, I said my piece with you. We're not gonna, we can't go any further yeah, yeah, without yeah. taking stuff over the line. So yeah. it is what it is. But it's fun. I love working the crowd is something I love to do. Mm-hmm. I do it every time I on my entrance. I come by, find somebody, yell at them. You know, do my under the chin flip off thing. Uh, which, which I, I do like that. It's cause for this being a family
1: environment to do that, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's saying the same thing as the middle finger. Oh yeah,
0: it absolutely is. But, but it's, it's in another language. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, it's not, <laughs> I don't think, I, I don't think it's that it's another language. It's
1: just less people, less people know it. And for some reason it's, As weird as it is, it's not offensive.
0: Right. But but it's really saying the same thing. It's, it's, I mean, it's for the people listening. What I do is I take my hands and I put them under my chin with my fingers facing outwards, like the top of my fingers. And I just flip my hands under my chin out towards whoever. And that's basically the Italian way, Italian way of saying F. Mm -hmm. That's basically all I do, but I don't stick up the finger. I just do that chin flip. Well, I've been noticing I'll do that and people will start doing it back to me and Mm -hmm. it's. It's not necessarily uh, offensive, but even if you don't know what it means, it still looks disrespectful. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're like, why are you doing this to me right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just something I've, I, my dad used to do that to me when I was a kid, just oh, yeah. messing around, you know, doing stuff like that. It's, it's just something that kind of stuck with me. So anytime I want to make somebody mad, and go, eh, you know, do that the little Dago flip off. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, it's, yeah. very,
1: it's a very Italian thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. I was actually thinking it it'd be kind of cool if anybody did this to you besides me now that I mention it is it's similar but different it's the whole Maloik
0: yeah I just did it to you I know exactly what it is yeah the Maloik yeah yeah. I, learned, I learned that from watching stuff about uh, Dio. Yes, Ronnie James Dio, inven- or, or, he, well, he invented the horns. Yeah. But his grandmother, who was Did. a very superstitious Italian yes, woman, yes. It, you basically, you make the devil horns. Like, you go into a, met, a metal show, you know, you get the horns up, and then you just kind of, like, jab it towards somebody. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. if someone's given, because I remember he always said, if, like, if someone gave gave them the evil, i like you to give them the like back, which right. kind of, like, kind like, revert, like, yeah, like back, to, back that to you. bad energy. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. It's kind of like putting a curse on somebody, like, oh, I don't know, I'm going to get you. It may not be now, but I'm going to get you. Yeah, it's exactly. Exactly, the, the Moloik. Yeah, now, see, if I see, that would be something I would do, you know, because that's more of, like, a defense mechanism, you know, like, we'll, like get back, get out of here. Yeah. But as a heel, I'm just going to flip you off. And if you give yeah, me yeah. the I ah, get that out of here. Nobody even knows what that means. You're not good enough. You're you not as good as me. You
1: need Matt Taylor to have done it. Like, you versus Matt Taylor and have him do it, because then it kind of makes sense. Uh,
0: no, that's fair show material right there. That's yeah. something you do the Maloic and Oh, my God, he's got magic powers. <laughs> How are we even doing this? That'd be sad. <laughs> That'd be so great. That's the fun <laughs> stuff you can do with the fish. show it's just. Make it extremely over the top, and you know, people find it fun. It's it's entertaining. It's fun to do silly stuff like that every yeah. once in a while. Kind of take a break from being so serious about stuff and go, guys, this is fun. Let's just have some fun. Out oh here. yeah,
1: because yeah. the the fair shows are pretty much house
0: shows. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's what that put is. it as
1: the way they are. And the, I mean, they do have kind of a fun name. I so regret it. Like nothing gets like I don't want to say solved or accomplished or progressed. Like it's nothing. Like you rarely see title change hands. I know they have,
0: right? But it's right. rare. Right, right. Fair show now, I don't want anyone to get misunderstood here is there's still good quality wrestling at oh, fair are, shows. It's just you're not gonna see the WrestleMania main event, you know what I mean, at, yeah, yeah. at the Magador Fair. You yeah. know what I, it's it's gonna be you're see good quality standard matches. Yeah. We're not going to be jumping off monster trucks and going through flame and t- doing anything crazy like that. You no. know what I mean? So you're going to see good stuff. You're going to see entertaining stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll do the whole night. Yeah. It's, it, a, it's a whole show.
1: It's a good introduction for people right. who want to learn about OCS. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. This is here's. Here's Gino DiCapo, Here's Chuck mm-hmm. Moore. He's like, a bad guy. He's a good, good guy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. And then you'll have enough of the regular fans there, so they'll go, okay, okay, this is the good guy. Okay, this is the bad guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then maybe... That sucks. That I mean, I've said before, that it happens. Yeah. The, uh, Mangador show is my first OCW show mm-hmm. mainly because I only lived a couple of miles, a, a handful of miles away from us. So I was right. like, Oh good. Free, right. free OCW right down the road. Uh, sure, why and not? that was, and that was back when OCW was like in Cushocton all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't want to go to Cushocton because <laughs> at that time it seemed far for me. And I'm like, well,
0: uh, I just go it's to this weird. Whenever show. you gotta go south, it seems a lot farther than when you have to go up north, doesn't it? Like an hour north I mean, and an hour south is like, oh my god, that's that's like two different drives.
1: I drive 400 miles a day now, so now it doesn't seem like anything. <laughs> like, I just drove to IWC uh, as of this recording, like, last weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that was, a like, two-hour trip almost. Five years ago, that would have seemed like, oh, my God, two hours. Now I'm just like, all right, we're back. <laughs> like, it just too uh, bad. I was like, oh, okay, just, yeah, okay. I'm used to about eight, nine hours of driving a day now. So, like, right. Two yeah, is so now it's like, and I was like yeah, no big yeah. deal. And I, I look at the the... The directions for it. I'm like, okay, that's not really too hard. I still kept my phone open for a map just to make sure i took the right turns but i'm like oh mm-hmm. it's
0: yeah kind of it's pretty kind straightforward it's pretty easy right yeah yeah, yeah. right so good, good deal yeah we travel a little bit the furthest we go uh i know we go down to the guernsey county fair which is probably like an hour and a half away kind of like central ohio yeah
1: yeah. i literally drive past that fairgrounds every day yeah yeah right down there it's the road right, 40, right it's right off 70
0: yeah yeah 70 yep Cause Cause it's like not too bad it's, it's actually like kind of a nice drive you know it's wooded it's a wooded area so you're looking at trees the whole way down yeah, yeah. but uh those those kind of shows are Fun. I know we got some shows coming up. Uh, We're working up in Elyria. And I think we're doing like Nautica Pavilion too with uh, the MMA
1: stuff. Okay, so another MMA show. Yeah, so it's
0: kind of like a mixed. I'm not sure those, those are going to go next weekend. The 28th is when we're doing um, that. We were talking before we started recording about that fairground where yeah. it's the honor fighting, the midget wrestling and OCW all on all one show. So Indeed, yeah. that's going to be something new seeing um, how those three different because midget wrestling and OCW are two different things. You know, it's yeah. kind of like eh, apples to apples, but green apples and red apples, I guess, something like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it'll be it'll be cool to see how the crowd reacts. And it's, again, that's another opportunity to get in front of people who may not really know like know about pro wrestling or uh really be interested and then once they see it live they go, you know what, this is actually kinda of fun. Like you know, I can yell at these guys, I can mm-hmm. cheer for these guys. Dude, this is actually a lot more fun than I thought it would be. You know, it, it's kinda of cool. I always thought this stuff was fake, but you watch it up close and man, it looks like that hurts. Since like, yeah, it's because it does hurt. <laughs> Take a power bomb and tell me how fake this stuff is because oh, it yeah. feels so good.
1: So like this is actually coming out after all that almost guaranteed I don't know exactly when it's coming out but it mm-hmm. will be after that but no, know, knowing that another one of those shows mm-hmm. is coming up or we'll see opportunities for you guys to come on the Nautica uh that's gonna be a big one
0: yeah yeah it should be that should be pretty big so that one's still a ways away i, th- I want to say it's like the end of the summer makes is sense when we're doing that um so it, obviously we'll have more information i don't know anything i'm yeah. lucky they let me go out there and wrestle still you know what i mean i show yeah, yeah. up i help set up help tear down and oh okay great i get a wrestle all right cool i'm gonna go beat somebody up and yeah, yeah. make everybody hate me that's kind of what i do best so i'll just stick with that and see what happens
1: so, how did you become a wrestler here at OCW? Like, what, what you say? Basically, what got you to Spinebuster U to start off with?
0: Uh, basically, man, I watched wrestling since I was a little kid. You know, as long as I can remember, I grew up, uh, my first favorite was uh, Hulk Hogan. I was a Hulkamaniac okay. and Ultimate Warrior just because it was like, literally, it's, it, everyone said this, but it's a comic book hero that's come to life. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like these larger than life guys with these personas. And it's like, I want to, that just looks like fun to me. I've always loved it. So, fast. fast. Fast forward till last year, I'm uh, driving around. I hear an ad on the morning radio show with Fantone. Mm -hmm. Fantone comes and helps us out with stuff here. And uh, he's talking about this OCW show, local pro wrestling, Akron, Ohio, yada, yada, yada. So I said, all right, you know, what the hell it's, 25 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. It's I think it was like 10 bucks for a ticket, 12 bucks for a ticket, whatever, yeah, yeah. something like that. I show up. Um, I went by myself. Uh, didn't get nobody wanted to come with me. Then no, I'm not gonna go see pro wrestling. That's dumb. I said, all right, fine. I'm gonna go watch it by myself. Oh. I went and watched it and uh, I was like, oh my God, this is, because to be honest, I did not expect much. Yeah. I had never been to an indie show. I had never seen an indie show. I thought it was like, oh, how good can this be? Yeah. Kind of thing. You know, let, just let's just go something to do on a Saturday night. I, I came here to the arena. It was the first show that we had at the arena. Okay. Yeah. And I saw it and it was just blown away. I was like, this is legit. This is straight up. These guys are professionals. They look good. The wrestling's good. There's a cool production on it. Um, and then later on in the show, they announced the first training class at Spinebuster University. Now, they announced like 10 guys and a couple of girls. By the time I tried out in April, well, immediately after that, let me back up. After I went to that show, I got on Facebook, messaged Spinebuster University, asked when the next tryout was, because I was hooked. I wanted to do it. I thought it looked fun. I've always loved it. I said, what the hell? Let's do this. Finally got a tryout, showed up to the tryout, and there was only like four or five people there. And I remember seeing, I think it was like 10 or 12 14, something like that in the ring where now is the first class. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, all these people washed out. Like, how bad is this stuff? And so just went through the tryouts when Tank was still running the school mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just worked out. And it, I kind of fell into it, figured out my character and just took off and ran, man. And here I am, been doing it mm-hmm. uh, just over a year now. Yeah. Just over you year I've been in. So it was cool. Just a random ad on the radio led me to where I'm at now talking to you. Yeah. So it's kind of fun.
1: So what was it like working with Tank? Because I know, you know, Tank's not really evolved with OCW Mm -hmm. as much, but I feel like there's a lasting imprint of Tank that's going to be felt for quite some time.
0: Yes. And what's kind of crazy is, like I said, I had never really gone to an indie show. I never followed indie wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had no idea who Tank was. Yeah. And... I've told this to Tank before is, uh, the first time i saw tank wrestle he came out i said well okay all right he was this what's this big guy gonna do like mm-hmm. i got it he's a big guy cool and then i watched him wrestle and went mm-hmm. holy shit this big guy can move this big guy is freaking good yeah and i was like okay now i understand why all these people are chanting tank you know what i mean so um then uh, then i started doing the research and looking everything up and realized how good tank was and how accomplished he was with everything and uh you know learning from him training with him and he wasn't he wasn't so much hands-on where he He's not going to get in the ring and say, you know, when you do a headlock, your hands are here and your feet are here. It was a lot of the psychology of why you do things, how you do things. You know what I mean? The fine points in wrestling that that makes a difference between a good wrestler and a great wrestler. That's Mm kind of what what Tank instilled on the the four of us, Chuck, Ely Grant and myself. Yeah. Um, as like the four we're really the four students who ever graduated with Tank. So we're like the only four ones he's formally trained. Yeah. So it's you know it's kind of cool knowing that we're we're kinda like Tank's kids in a way. You know what I mean? We're like kids going out into the world trying to make dad proud and Mm -hmm. he showed up at shows, you know, other than OCW where I'm booked. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know he was coming and you know came in and gave me critiques and stuff so it's you know you said lasting impression um even in the locker rooms you go somewhere people ask you about tank when they know you're trained by tank oh how's tank doing you know is he working anywhere what's going on with him Mm -hmm. so you're kind of in his shadow a little bit but it's a good shadow to be. In. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's definitely uh, left a good impression on yeah. the business when he left. So it's cool, cool being attached to him in a good yeah. way.
1: Because I wouldn't say it would be shadow. It's more of like it's that good association.
0: Yeah. Because exactly. I feel like
1: I mean, great. It's 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 a little bigger uh, scale of it. Like Stu Hart. I feel like yes. Oh, it's yes like oh, you exactly. were like probably when he was alive. I was like oh, you were trained by Stu Hart. Okay, blah blah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they they took it. They take that as like good credit. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Oh, you, you, exactly. You, were, you were trained by Tank. Okay. You must be. You must know how to work. A little yeah. Bit, you must right. know how to work. You must maybe you could, with him. Maybe you might, you might be a good person. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I trust Tank. So train, Tank. T- uh, a lot of teasing. Tongue the twister. Yeah. yeah. It's a tongue twister. If, twist if Tank trained you, <laughs> then you must be good.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Good, so it's cool when you say, yeah, who are you trained by? Oh, I was trained by Sherman Tank. Oh, really? Okay. What's he up to now? And Yeah. yeah. And everyone always kind of gives you a good. Like, yeah, Tank was always a great guy. Great wrestler. Great whatever and it's like all right cool you know it's yeah that's cool you know and he passed on so much knowledge Mm -hmm. i mean so much stuff and i know he's got way more up in his head yeah, But, you know, he's an old vet. He knows how to work. He's not going to give it all to you at once. He's going to make you work for it a little bit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. he'll drop a little... I'll message him once in a while. We'll BS and we'll drop little hints with stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. real subtle, real low-key. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, Tank, I see what you're doing. Okay, all right.
1: I think one of the, the funniest things about you that people don't know if they don't come to shows or they don't know the how things work, there is one very vocal fan.
0: I know who you're talking
1: about. Here at OCW. Very vocal. The loudest fan one of the loudest i've made the mistake of sitting by this person
0: oh, early, years, early on doesn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that would be your mother oh <laughs> see now now you brought her up which means for the next 2 weeks all i'm going to talk about with her is how she was mentioned on a podcast. And she's just, <laughs> oh my God, I can hear her talking now. It's going to be bad. Why'd you do this to me? Well, it was, <laughs> I
1: think I sat by her at one of the first, at the first BuzzBin show. Mm-hmm. And like me and my girlfriend I'm like, who the fuck is this? Who is this? this crazy lady? Like, yeah. yeah she, and then I'm like, I, I had uh, another show. I realized, like, that's his mom. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, cool. Yeah. And then I'm like, I think my girlfriend doesn't get it as much. She's like, why is she rooting against him? I, I don't get it she's booing her own son
0: yeah i told her to yeah <laughs> i told her if you don't boo me there's gonna be consequences oh that's fun i <laughs> <laughs> said so no mother's day present for you <laughs> Yeah, she the the first time I wrestled, I told her I said, "Mom, I'm a bad guy. You have to boo me." No, no, I can't do that. I can't do my whole life. She's come to every single. I played football. I played baseball. I played. I, I wrestled in high school and junior high. I was I was a freaking all Ohio rugby player. Okay, all right. She came to literally every single game. After that, I played in heavy metal bands. She came to every single show. Doesn't even like metal music, but came. So you know, it's a good thing when you have someone like that who's that supportive mm-hmm. of you. But damn it, I'm a grown freaking man, like. <laughs> It's like mom, you don't gotta come there. Every- I mean, I appreciate it. I love it yeah, when yeah, you yeah, come, yeah. but you know, don't feel obligated. Like I'm not a little boy anymore. I can go out there, I can do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I told her Please boo me. Don't cheer for me. Yeah. Just you don't have to boo me, but just don't cheer for me. And my first match, I did nothing but bad guy stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was freaking cheering for it. It's like, "No, you dummy. You got <laughs> Come on. I attacked the poor guy after he beat me fair and square. I beat him up and you're cheering for it. What is the matter with you?" Yeah. So she kind of got. And now she's, you know, she's been watching. So she understands, mm-hmm. you know, when to cheer, when to boo, but you can always tell when she's in the crowd, because even in the back, you can hear her just, woo! Woo! <laughs> well, Gino's mom's here. Yeah, she is, boys. There she is over there. Go have fun with it. Go have fun with it. Yeah, very, very. Long. I can't, I mean, I can't complain too much. She does bring my kid to every show so he can yes. see me. Rough. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, mom. <laughs> <laughs> like now it's 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 good now because she knows what she's doing. yeah, you know what I mean now she's smart with it, but she actually is I've heard other some of the boys talking about it, they like when she's there because she actually gets the crowd, yeah, going behind her and that's mm-hmm. and I've definitely noticed that when she's when it's quiet, she'll start cheering, and then it's, it's everyone else starts getting behind us. So it's like, all right, okay, she's she's helping us out a little bit, mm-hmm. helping you know bring it up some. So yeah, she she actually has somewhat of a role in the show, <laughs> Uh and I know her head isn't gonna fit through the door now that I'm saying that because that's just how she is. But nah, she's fun. She's fun. I love her to death.
1: She's like an unmeaning uh plant. Like yes. it was it wasn't, she yes. wasn't meant to be a plant, but she turned into one.
0: Yes, exactly. She, she's and definitely just not planted. She, she's a fan. She comes to every show and she likes like coming into this show tonight. You know how many times she talked to me and tried to like just fantasy book, the infinity gauntlet. And you know, she came up with scenarios of how everybody could win the Infinity Gauntlet and what can happen afterwards and the repercussion, everything. Okay, She's yeah, trying yeah. to do like, oh, well, if so-and-so wins and they could do this, then this. You know who she never picked to win the Infinity Gauntlet? You. Me. Me. I said, mom, I'm your own freaking son. I'm your own. I'm your firstborn boy. Uh-huh. And you're not even going to pick. You have no faith in my abilities. <laughs> you really think I'm going to go out there and lose? I'm going to tell you what. I'm hitting every single person who comes through that curtain with a steel chair. I'm going <laughs> to handcuff them to the bottom rope. I'm going to choke them until they sleeping with the fishes. And I'm winning the Infinity Gauntlet. The, the brass ring is mine. That's, you heard it here first. See, I think you're a great fit for it. Like,
1: I mean, I could play that mm-hmm. role of, like, I could book everybody. To right. wait, yeah, it, everyone does that. I think, yeah. the, I think the one that I do like more is you just because, the like, the kiss my ring thing kiss it sucks the ring right it sucks that Cody has taken mm. it recently but he du- now that he's not champion, it's not a as big thing. Right. But technically, I mean, he's not the first person to kiss my ring. No. So it's it's, it's,
0: it's no, and a it's, longer history. You know, it goes history. with, you know, the the mafia kind yeah. of godfather mm-hmm. thing the sign of respect and bowing down and showing who the top dog is. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that makes sense. It also makes sense for me to win just because, you know, I'm a made man. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to have an order to take me out. You can't just yeah. run up and do anything. And there's a reason I'm a mafia hitman. You know, yeah. Yeah. Somewhat dangerous with what I can do it don't don't get confused because I'm laughing and having a good time right now I can I can throw some hands I can hurt some people yeah but uh you know picking me to win that's that's a safe bet right yeah. it's oh, a yeah. safe bet I don't see why not I'm great fantastic oh, someone else says they're great so just oh excuse ca- me come, excuse come me. Calm down I'm on flawless that. <laughs> how about
1: that
0: someone else says they're flawless oh, it, right everything's freaking taken in wrestling you
1: gonna say you're a truck now <laughs>
0: if i'm if i'm anything i'd be a I'd be a ferrari you know Okay. Italian, sleek. Yes. There we go. Not very fast though. It doesn't really fit. That's besides the point. We're looking oh, too yeah. much into it. Here.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I think like going back to your mom, like it's like you were saying, like how the crowd is. Like I th- I'm kind of anti that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I believe you should be able to root for who you want. But granted, with with it's your mom, it's like okay, you're gonna be the one to be the my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Don't. Right. But with me being just a regular fan, I mean, I, I I think I cheer most of the bad guys here except for two. You're one. Okay. Of them. No, I mean, I cheer for no, I cheer for you. I fuck that up. I cheer for almost every (laughs) bad
0: guy except for one. Okay, I think I know which one that is. He doesn't
1: like me, far as I've been told.
0: Oh my god, it's that's actually entertaining. We we can go into that another day, but <laughs> we know who we're talking about here. Everyone else, you know, it's just let's just say it's not about this guy that we're. Oh, it's not <laughs> about him. He likes it's, to think so. It's
1: about Gino. It's, it's all about Gino DiCaprio right now. It's about the made man. So maybe to go a little bit anti k fabe
0: just for a second, like where did this gimmick come from? Like what? Sh- well. The one of the things they tell you in, um, when you're trying to come up with a gimmick is, uh, define your persona mm-hmm. and amplify it. Okay. Naturally, like just kind of by the way I carry myself, not in this business, I, I'm kind of a baby face. I'm, I'm goofy. I get along well with everybody. I'm easy going, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but when I thought about it, getting into wrestling, I thought, you know, it, it'd probably be harder to make people like you than to hate you. Because mm-hmm. all you got to do to make somebody hate you is insult them one time, do something to where it hurts their feelings, where just something rude, mm-hmm. not even necessarily to somebody, like someone in particular, just to anybody. And mm-hmm. somebody sees that, they don't like you. You leave a bad taste in their mouth. It's easy to make people not like you. You have to put in an effort for people to like you. Yeah. For you not to be liked, just be an asshole. That's all you got to do. Yeah. So uh, that's how I kind of figured out i wanted to be a heel um originally i wanted to do uh i was gonna call myself the gentleman geno adams But this was, and it was going to be like a well-polished, manicured, uppity, like the old Triple H kind of gimmick when he was the blue blood, you know, something like that. And then right at that same time, Gentleman Jack Gallagher was out with WWE and he was real hot at the time. Yeah. So I said, well, I'm not going to do, because that's basically the gimmick I was going to do, but as a heel, he was a baby with it. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to do the same thing. So I started thinking, and I was like, well, what else can I do? I wanted to keep the name Gino, which is, it's my real first name, but, uh because it's not a real common one and there aren't too many genos in pro wrestling mm-hmm. said, you know what i want to keep that name what can i use with gino and i was like you know what if i did kind of like kind of like a mafia gimmick, i'm i'm italian for real yeah um grew up loving the godfather casino goodfellas you know all like the the good classic mafia movies i freaking love those and i always just thought the way like mobsters carried themselves Even though they're technically bad guys, you always kind of rooted for him a little bit. It was like that's a bad guy, but he's a cool bad guy. Like who didn't want who 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 didn't want to be Bobby D in Goodfellas? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he just had money, he had cars, he had women, he had everything. He just broke the law to get it. No big deal, and he made it seem like eh, we're just cutting a couple corners. It's nothing bad here. But in the meantime, he's whacking people and robbing people. But. Mm -hmm. It was for a good cause, so it's okay. Yeah. So that's kind of how I, I came into the Mafia gimmick was just that's kind of what I liked. Yeah. And uh, you also kind of have to learn with wrestling to play to your strengths and hide your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So with my wrestling style, I'm not huge, but I'm not small. Um, I'm athletic, but I'm not a Lucha Libre wrestler. I'm not going to do the flips and yeah, be yeah. flying real fast and moving real fast. So if I can come up with a persona where the character doesn't have to move fast and what he does is impactful and he makes sense with everything, well, who who doesn't really need to chase people down, you know, running around with their feet to chase somebody down or you know do a bunch of crazy stuff to get someone on the ground? Probably a trained hired killer. You yeah. know what I mean? You can one punch from a mafia guy who's an enforcer, or a a bruiser, or a hitman, something like that. You're mm-hmm. gonna go down. They know how to fight dirty. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how they make their living, doing stuff like that. So if a if a hitman punches you compared to, you know, not putting him down, but somebody like Jake Ely, you know, if he hits you, it's just a punch. If a mobster punches you, a hitman, he's probably killed people before with his bare hands. Yeah. So they're they're dangerous. They're deadly. Mm-hmm. So you kind of do that and it, it lets you um have more character instead of relying so much on doing a bunch of crazy moves. It lets you get a more of a character in there, which I think is, you know, I have some cool moves, but most of my stuff is running right my mouth, talking to the crowd, doing stuff like that. And that's yeah. what, what makes people want to see me get my ass kicked so much. Mm -hmm. Because I'm running my mouth. Because yeah. it's easy. It's easy to make people hate you. I said. It's so easy. It is. I think the
1: thing with you, but actually it's funny you say that because the moment I seen a promo, because I don't, I think this was on the, the first version we tried to mm-hmm. record. And that's the first promo I have seen of you, which mm-hmm. was before the final exam match at Appetite for the Destruction.
0: You mean, uh that was Clockwork Orange. Oh. I wrestled a Clockwork Orange for my okay.
1: first Oh, Okay. Oh, you know what? Because that was right around the same time. And you actually caught something that Chuck didn't catch.
0: Okay because I'm smarter than Chuck. (laughs) There's a reason he's called Chuck the Truck and not Chuck the Brain. If you haven't figured that, all he knows how to do is go honk honk and run forward. and smashing the stuff. All right, he's a nice guy. I kind of like him sometimes, but he's a freaking idiot. He's a truck. Yeah. He he's didn't. a very powerful truck. Don't don't get that wrong. If he runs no. into you, it does freaking hurt. Mm-hmm. But he's not the brains. He's that's leave that to the made man. Leave that to the Hyatt <laughs> gun. I know what I'm doing
1: here. But it was it was the first promo i seen for you for that match that I immediately like when looking for him. Like, who is this dude? Like, is, does he where does he rest Because it was like when I first started coming to OCW regularly, and then I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Yep. Later, come to find out, you weren't available. Like, you you had a Facebook page, but that was it, and it necessarily wasn't under that. Mm-hmm. But you actually are branching out, and I'm. I'm very proud of that. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Actually, when uh, when you asked me to do your podcast, uh-huh. I the first thing I did was I went to Twitter. <laughs> and I switched. Because I, I had a Twitter for the longest time. Never never used it. I downloaded it. It still had a picture of me and my ex-girlfriend up there for like two years. I'm like, what the hell is this? <coughs> Excuse me. So I switched that up. Yeah, go to the next door. We're doing something over here, you punk. <laughs> Freaking fans, man. The dumbest people in the world. I know. Uh, I like that. There's clearly a sign, not an entrance. Please use door number one. I'm reading that sign backwards. Yeah. And I read it faster than that friggin' Mama Luke.
1: Yeah. And not to mention. Probably, Do you not
0: see people sitting here using microphones talking to each other? And this friggin' idiot comes over and not. What, what the hell? I hope I find that guy in the crowd tonight. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with him. I hope he's not a fan of yours. Probably not. He's not going to be by the end of the night, I'll tell you that much. There's. You oh. know what? I can tell you why he's not a fan of mine. Because unlike you, he looked like a freaking idiot. The only people who are fans of me are the smart ones, the intelligent ones, because they know that there's a reason I'm the made man. They know Mm -hmm. that my time is coming in OCW. They know that I'm winning the Infinity Gauntlet tonight. Mm -hmm. They know all of this. Guys like that who can't read a freaking sign, they don't know anything. They barely know how to tie their shoes. He probably bought a ticket off uh, Jimmy Shane. That's probably right. Yeah. That's the only time he actually feels like a winner is when he buys something from Jimmy Shane. Yeah. So. And I'm sorry. I apologize. What were you saying?
1: I was actually talking about like your, like I said, I mentioned your like first promo that I had seen and it's. I personally love your promos, and I think we should see more of them. Granted, you are doing a little bit more, but that that style for the first couple, I think you did mm-hmm. just calm, mm-hmm. like maybe sitting down, yep. deliver it very. That's it's a way to stand out. Yes, because I've I've actually heard. um wrestler magnum ck local guy and he mentioned and i think i've actually maybe heard other wrestlers say this like stop cutting promos that look the same
0: stop screaming on every promo well it's
1: CK. like yeah. stop screaming just stop uh, there's like a lot of people that maybe do like from their cars mm-hmm. like i've seen
0: some bad ones yeah i've seen and you know Productions hard. It, it it's expensive to invest in like a backdrop and well, a good camera and stuff. I do all mine on an iPhone. I yeah. do it on a cell phone in front of a a good a plain background. And I do. It. I've seen guys with cars. I've seen I've seen a promo online. A dude's cutting one in front of his freaking fridge, and I hear his wife in the background yelling at him to take out the garbage. And he just keeps on rolling right through it. Yeah. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Are you a professional or are you a bum? Especially, you know, we're in this age of, you
1: know, you have a camera, you have a high quality camera and you could take it anywhere. Right. Right. So why people don't do it? i have no idea
0: i don't know I, it, it beats me it's i just try to be different try to do my own thing and hopefully it keeps working out for me you know yeah yeah
1: so uh we're, we're gonna wrap wrap this up and uh, any right. uh, final thoughts last minute plugs anything you want to throw out there to the listeners
0: uh facebook and twitter i'm gino de capo um if you're smart you'll follow me you'll add me um Come check out OCW shows. Um, I'm wrestling a few other places. I'll I'll put those dates up on social media and all that. And uh, come to the shows and keep watching pro wrestling. Thank Uh, you for having me on. This was fun. All right. Thank you. Do it again, brother.
1: Thank you, Gino. We'll definitely have you back on in the
0: future. All right. Appreciate it. Later.
1: So what do you get when you mix Mark Summers, Michael Malley, Stick Stickly, and Doug Funny. That's right. You get the Agrocrag Assassin, Derek Direction, and you're listening to Wrestling Chairs. So there you have it, the made man, the Italian icon, Gino DiCapo, right here on Wrestling Cheers. Like I said, uh, one of my favorite OCW students. I loved some of his promos that he would cut when I actually, when I first started attending regularly. So it's it's nice for me to to share my love, like I do a lot of these wrestlers. But uh, my love for Gino DiCapo and have him come on to the show. So that will wrap things up. A little bit of housekeeping. A little bit of things to talk about now. Next week, as As a time paradox as this is going to be, next week we will be having part two of a two-part crossover episode with a podcast that I have a little bit of history with. basically, well, just, I've never talked about it on this show, but it was a show that I was, you know, somewhat friends with. And then I kind of got mad about something and I blocked them from all of the, not only wrestling chair social media, but my personal social media. And, you know, that kind of came up late last year that I had did this, didn't really talk about it too much. And, you know, at the beginning of this year, I buried the hatchet with this particular podcast. I mean, it's because of what happened at death row ray rose last aiw show last independent booking and josh prohibition said something about burying hatchet with people and i was like you know what i'm gonna bury the hatch with these guys so it's it, uh, beating around the bush it is none other than the kick out at two podcast that you can hear on itunes and soundcloud go go check them out i've been you know pushing people you know that way for a little bit uh On social media, you know, they retweet us, we retweet them. You know, Jesse Wiltman and Britt are are fantastic people and so basically here's what's gonna happen this obviously is getting released on a Thursday that's what we do now as you're listening to this last night Wednesday night which is for me right now as I'm recording tomorrow night we will record this massive recording and part one is going to be on their podcast this week so head on over to iTunes SoundCloud subscribe to them so you can hear part one of the conversation between myself and them I have no idea how it's gonna sound like I have no idea what's gonna go on it's basically some like it's just going to be one giant conversation. We're throwing questions at each other, just r- complete randomness that that we do. We don't necessarily need to talk about professional wrestling. There's other stuff we could probably talk about. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely get into all of that. So I would say send in some questions, but at this point that you're listening to it, everything's already been recorded. So... Next week, we'll have part two of the cross promotion episode with Kick Out of Two. Looking really forward to that. And then after that, we got Jaylett coming up and it's, uh, it's going to be big. I haven't exactly figured out what I want to do. This is complete behind the curtain look. It's going, it's, you know, it's a two day event on top of, you know, the Jaylett, which is, you know, the two day and the Chandler Viggins tournament. I might be dividing this up into two separate episodes. And I don't I don't have a format exactly. I don't know exactly who's going to be on. I, I was actually suggested to go old school with this one from Dustin Alberti. He said, you know, go old school, create a three-hour episode. And I was like, you know what? I am thinking about going old school. And this is the first time I will have publicly stated this because it's something I haven't fully decided on. I might go old school, but not three-hour format. I might go old school with the fact of when it was the Ohio Indie Report, I brought on wrestlers a lot of times to preview shows. It's something I'm thinking about doing again. If I don't do it for the j episode, I'm really thinking about doing it for the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament episode. So, maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. We'll see my availability and other people's availability and see who we can get on some of these shows. Before, when I did JLIT, I got a, you know, the bracket preview and I picked one person from each bracket. That's what I did, like, once or twice. Another time I had VEDA on, me, VEDA, and Aaron. You know, we you know, we previewed all of the first rounds. So, we'll, we'll see what happens and where we go from here. So kick out a two podcast cross promotion this week on their podcast next week right here. Then we got the J episodes, a lot of stuff going on that weekend and also throwing it out there. Cause it's not something I, I I'm going to throw out there a lot, but we are looking to do the Chandler Biggins Memorial episode. So if you want to be a part of that episode, please send us an email with your, an MP3, some sort of audio format file of you talking about, Chandler Biggins, a memory that you have, words that you just, you just want to express. The way I look at it as, this just is a giant family of people that loved him. And we never really got to all sit around and say how we felt. We mentioned a little bit on our podcast and whatnot. So I'll be gathering audio Memorial day weekend during the J tournament. And then Memorial day will probably be my cutoff unless you hit me up and while I'm doing the editing process, but you can send those emails at cheers at gmail.com. So let's, let's wrap this show up and of course rate review and subscribe on Apple podcast, Google play stitcher, tune in YouTube and Spotify where I'm podbean podbean at us on all your social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram Facebook.com slash wrestling Twitter.com slash wrestling and Instagram.com slash wrestling Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. We also have a merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. And check out all the great shows on the Training Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Your Vision Showcase, Legends on Siren Radio, Old School at the Movies, and Chill, and the Ford 50 Podcast. And check out all our podcast friends, such as the Chris Clem's Cavs Cast, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shear and El Hardano Diablo, Pod Van Dam, The Road Home from Wrestling, Thrift Store Jobber, Rebel Life Media, NEO Sports Insiders, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you are sleeping with the fishes. Later.
0: Your way in the world today takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot you like to get
1: away Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows
0: you're 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 a